1: You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the
0: technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com golf, fella. Up dog, my man, the
1: bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like
0: playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labat Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labat USA in Buffalo, New
2: York. Hey, it's Pierre-Alexander Parento. You're listening to Missing Curfew.
1: What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up.
0: How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow, no playing, just go. Scotty Upshaw, in the clear, and he scores! A few
1: laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're
2: listening to Missing Curfew.
1: Fella, lads. My man, fellow Friday. How are we doing, buddy? Things Fell are good, up, bud. It's, uh we're we're back. I mean, look at the holiday spirit in here. We've Dude, got uh I'll tell you what. We've got cherries, we've got pine trees, we've got ribbons. I mean, fuck. Where's old St. Nick? He's limbering up, he's stretching his ham, he's he's
0: yeah. He's got an outdoor hockey ham, game before he jumps on that big old sled. You say Mrs. Claus, get over here and get this bike, <laughs> this, thing, this fucking <laughs> right full. That's just locked up in one. Um Maxie heading to Vegas, represent the uh, represent missing curfew well, fellow. When's the flight? We're, we're we're this afternoon, eh? Yeah, this afternoon, a couple hours here. So we'll get this episode turned around, and then I'll be uh, on the bird. The Southwest bird,
1: though. No, no, not like you guys. No right? chance. Okay. That's the only city you fly Southwest to is yeah, Vegas. Yeah, he's a 35, 40 just Because you just know you're, gonna, you're absolutely going to demolish yourself anyways. It doesn't matter how you are going in. Although, how'd the IV? The I'm, IV I'm feeling ten times better than I did yesterday. Rock hard boner going in. <laughs> Perfect. Look nurse back there. Yes. Did you get
0: right. wh- wh- where? Did you go the hydration room? No. Newport Wellness. Newport Wellness. Uh, oh yeah, 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 That's where my doctor is. That's where my doctor is. So that's where I went. Wait. Uh, by the way, let me ask you this: Is it Doctor Nick? Uh, yeah. Oh, Dr. Nick? Nick. Yeah. Tell tell myself what's up. <laughs> Nickster. Yeah, great
1: guy. Got hey, me. by the way, can Holds you number. can you uh, do the. Um, the IVs on insurance there? No,
0: I checked. Uh, they uh, <laughs> that would
1: have been I awesome. good insurance. <laughs> up, I God. kept that NHL insurance because I don't pay two grand a month for nothing.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's well, that's when why. you got kids though. a no brainer if you got kids, right? Well, God forbid, you know, they need a Z pack or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: no, I'm just saying. Oh. But two thousand bucks a month, I think it's is... insane. Yeah, but nice. you know, when push comes to shove, it's it's proven to be the best insurance that yeah, by that's far. out there.
0: I probably should have kept it, but when, when you retire from pro hockey, and oh, it's just a desire. Going you know better. what? I'm, I'm actually going to throw my old financial guy on the bus here. Rob Hooper was his name. <laughs> you don't want to give you that. You out? know what, Hoop? I, I loved you, and you were good for me. But when I retired, he made me feel like I was like had no money. I was fucking in one. He's like, you know. So I'm just cutting shit. I'm just so I'm like cutting costs. I'm like this and that. So I just got rid of my NHL insurance. I remember I didn't have insurance for like two years. I was living without insurance. <laughs> yeah. Fucking played the league for ten years. I'm living without insurance. Think about that. That's insane.
1: Crazy, crazy. What if you banged up your knee? What if I still high stick you, you need 10 zips,
0: cost you 25 grand? Oh, I know. I mean, it was crazy. But uh, anyways, Maxie, have fun in Vegas, baby. Represent the company. Thank you, son. Um, Updog, we talked on the Wednesday pod about the uh, the PGA Tour versus Live Tour. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The little match. A Ryder Cup if it was to happen. Yeah, like one-on-one. Yeah, Ryder Cup style. Singles, Sunday singles. Shout out to Only Pins Golf. So the captains would obviously be Phil and Tiger. Then we got match one, Rom versus Scotty Scheffler.
1: I like match two. Brooks Kepka, Rory McIlroy, the guy who can't shut up.
0: Match four: Dustin
1: Johnson versus our boy Max Homa. See this, this might there's going to be a tweak in this. I'm hoping
0: Max Homa maybe slides on over at some point. Yeah, me too. And then and in the, the all nerd contest here, yeah. you got Bryson DeChambeau versus Patrick Cantley. Ooh, and this one, I I point out
1: this one to you: Cameron Smith, Victor Hovland, two of the like
0: the brights, shining stars on tour. Yeah, both tours. Right? Answer versus Fitzpatrick. Yep. Taylor Gooch, now this is where it might get a little thin for the lift. Taylor Gooch versus Jordan Spieth. Mm-hmm. Kokrek versus Thomas. Jo- jo- uh, Joaquin Needham versus Ricky Fowler. Patrick Reed, Captain America versus Alexander Scheffler. Scheffler, how do I say his name up, Doug? That's, that's an old, that that's uh, Scheifele. Scheifele. that's uh all-time nerd group. Then. And then Garcia versus Morikawa. I like that. I mean, listen, the reason I wanted to talk to you about it is I think that's must-see TV. Yeah. It is. And then for these nerds out there like Brandel Chambly and, and all these guys that say there's no talent on the live, go ahead and look at that lineup. That's that's just as legit as the other one. I don't care what they say. Now, answer Gooch uh Kohl-Kreik, I I get it. Maybe that's a little thin, but I I think they compete up dog is what I'm saying. How about for the Saturday night main event? Boxing
1: Greg Norman <laughs> versus the guy who is the who's ruining the PGH. On Yeah. On a <laughs> What about that? He's not even
0: ruining the PGA Tour anymore. He's he's completely... He's milking him dry. He's folded. He made the more money than Ron last year. Yeah, I know.
1: That's insane. It's insane. These guys are wondering what the hell is going on, and they can't control their their greedy-ass, you know, commission The suits. The the suits. they all buttoned up, you know, shirt tie-wearing mofos.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just thinking, like, it's probably never going to happen because the PGA Tour won't do it, but... I don't know. I just saw that come on Only Pins Golf. So shout out to those boys. It, I think that's a great I would that's a pay-per-view spectacular right there. I would pay my 79.99 and I would love to watch that. And then you do the team play, obviously, you do a straight up Ryder Cup, and you had a great idea yesterday while we were teen it. You do it on the years that you don't have the Ryder Cup. Totally. And boom, here we go. You know how else to get just great um, you know, people to watch this, you know, great TV, is
1: do one day. Where they get to pick like celebrities as their partners, and they go in to, and, and they go in like an
0: athlete, you know. <laughs> updog likes to go off the off the fucking. I'm just saying, bad, man, maybe right? there's a chance we get in on this. You know? Oh, you're looking to play? Yeah. Wow. You know, I mean, you did play well yesterday. You well, bombed it. Seventy four, and you know, eagle four birdies, and just a, a boatload of boats. He finally lost money, Maxie, on the golf course. I finally got the updog. It was him. a bloodbath wow. until I birdied eighteen. Yeah. It was going to be bad. I mean, eighteen is is uh, it's just. Such an advantage for you. It's oh, funny. funny. You went driver nine iron. Driver nine iron. Yeah. It's par four folks for those fellows <laughs> out there listening. Yeah, I went It's a par five. I sure. went driver six iron, chunked a nine iron in the water. But typically like the good players, it's if you're a good player, scratch guy golf course, it's usually driver five iron to three wood. Yeah. Like most guys. Over water. And updog went driver nine iron. if you and you and Doherty are like, should I go first? or who's gonna go first here? I'm like Fuck, I look, if Doherty wasn't sick, if he wasn't sick yeah, and hanging off, th- I right. would have fucking laid into him. Yeah, That's why I laid into Obradovich in the fucking I love you drove the cart right up to me, like, can I ask you something? Why did he ask you to go first? You got a fucking nine iron in your hand. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I you're like, team well, players. Like. that's how you do it in team play. I like, take a little pressure off me. I go, you got a nine iron in your hand. You're not fucking going to chunk it in the water probably. Uh, you don't hit don't a great shot. Things, yeah. Uh, it was nice to be on the winning side of it. At Big Canyon, we have a rule, though. If you win, you get stuck with the tab. So, um, Was it, it a wash? Was it a wash for you?
1: Huh.
0: I don't think so. I think I won. What did I win? Three fifty off the boys? Yeah. All the wine much. is probably. And then I get the game check. Yeah, maybe it was a wash. No. Nah, it was I wash. just had one glass,
1: so I wasn't trying to bleed you. Nah, I appreciate that.
0: Uh, anyways, Ryder Cup, Live Tour, PGA Tour style up dog. I-, I think it would be unbelievable. Time will tell on that. Listen, I've been complaining to you. Well, I've been getting rinsed on this, but mainly by the San Jose Sharks. I put them on the milk carton on Wednesday. So I went to Princey. I said, Princey, can you pull up the stats on on empty net goals? Five on six play with the goalies are pulled. Fuck, it almost cost me last night two uh, Islanders. Ducks were just snapping around, and they, yeah. I'm like, boys, get her out. Yeah, the, the Islanders scored a late one, right,
1: to yeah, tie it, sure. and then they scored again to, to win. But they were well, down in the game. I thought they were going to roll over the Ducks.
0: Bobble, I love you, Bobble. Going to a new yeah. team and, and he's out there battling his bag off. Oh, and, he's a I've, I've been in this situation, mm-hmm. and I could just sense. I'm like, poor Bobble. He's going to take one here. He's playing catch up though, right? He totally. hasn't played. No, I've been there. He's playing catch Blues up. Haven't played him. No worries. And he's going to be staying. He's going to be fine. But I, I put myself in that situation that the game's moving a little quicker than than you are, and you're hanging on. And he's using his reach and. I'm like, he's going to take a penalty. (laughs) He took one of the the third with the game title. Like, oh, Bob, don't do it to me. And this Holmstrom kid came in shorthanded. I think it was his fourth shorty of the year. Wow. Short side spink dink on uh, Gibby. And they held on for me. But they had some some quality chances five on six, man. And and maybe if we pulled out the tape when we were playing, maybe we gave up those quality chances too. But I just think – but the five-on-six play, they got to force more. Get out on guys. Anyways, do you think
1: – let me ask you. Let's just stick on it. Yeah. Do you think – what kind of personnel do you put out there? you putting out your best players? Because now what you're saying is guys got to play on their toes, right? You don't want to be sitting back, being in shot lanes. You want to say, like, as soon as there's – you know, in soccer, for example, Alex Steen used to say, watch Manchester City play the way this coach plays. As soon as you lose the ball – you just run, 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 and you you make sure there's pressure all over the field until they actually have it completely set up. Yeah. Right. So in hockey, he, he kinda was like, guys, let's try to play like this. Like he kind of sat us down, was like, Let's play this. Soon as we lose possession of the puck, we all are going buck diddy until we're completely fucking tired. Yeah. Now you know, five on six, very rarely are they like completely set up in all their positions. Like whether it's a face off or they come and dump it in. So, well, pressure, they, are, pressure, they, are getting, they are getting set up because of the ah, yeah. uh, pressure. I know. So yeah. pressure, pressure, pressure. Deal with maybe a guy overpressuring, right? Keep a guy in front of the net. Yeah. Um.
0: But what you, I always say, like, put the meat and potato guys. Up. You got to have two centers out there. Two centers, It's the yeah. best face-off guys you put out, right? Yeah. They put your two centers out, then you put out your PK guys. That not are the guys the that Flamingo. No. That go out there and just, sk- whoops, I'm in the lane, but I'm not. Yeah, and, and like you said, there's 11 guys out there. Let's get some controlled chaos. Yeah. Fucking go. Totally. Go, go to the guy there. And as D-man, if I was a D man. If my guy goes to the wing, I got to come over and get to the strong side post. But for me, it's way too much of just sitting here and letting these guys. And like I said on Wednesday, you know, guys are standing in front of the net doing whatever they want. So listen, there's been 27 goals scored with the goalie pulled in 469 games in the National League this year. Last year it was 15% of the time they scored. This year, it's 17% of the time. And it feels like it's higher than that to me. Well, you're getting stung. I, I mean, the Sharks alone have fucking stung me four or five times. So
1: there's a couple things on this. Uh, should there be a time stamp where you're not allowed to pull the goalie until, like, say, the five-minute mark? Because some Uh-oh. teams are pulling them at seven minutes. As a, as a gambler,
0: I wish we could do that.
1: I, I, I don't know. You'd think Vegas is in control of a little bit of the rules, right, yeah. in sports. They are. They're like fucking, they control probably everyone. They're Everyone's bought and paid for Refs, commissioners, but I can call it what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right. But anyway, um, you know, Vegas, it's hard to control lines like the puck lines and stuff when these teams just are down in I these...
0: I saw the biggest line ever last night with, 500. with uh, when the avalanche went up three nothing. It was live betting by DraftKings. The average <laughs> rebite is <minus> twenty eight hundred. <laughs> so I twenty eight hundred. So, so it, it was unfortunate last night. Um
1: DraftKings had taken the line off. I I had paused the game. Okay. TNT, paused it, went to go when I played it again, I forgot ball, I was to go get a ball of the wine. Yeah, I forgot I was in real time. Give the kids a bath, you know, put Beckham down, clean his ass, <laughs> and uh made myself a glass of wine. You're right. And when I sat down, I hit play again, I went on to to check a bet and it was off the board. Then then when the live bet came on, it was one nothing, five fucking four minutes in, and that line went to minus four fifty. I'm like Christ. Tricks. You know.
0: I had to – actually, it's funny you say that. I was be, I was behind it myself, so game started. I had to take a picture. I had to text my guy, send it to him with the line, say what I wanted, risk it 1,800 to win a G. I had to take a picture of the game starting, 0-0, because it was already off the board. And TNT games always start later because the boys yeah. come on, they shoot the shit. Well, John so,
1: Hughes is busy scoring OT wins. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and the game went to overtime. So but always. typically, the TNT game starts late. So uh, my guy honored it, uh, Saul – classic move but I had to take a picture saying hey bro but I I want this bet best the abs have looked all year they're buzzing oh they were yeah it was a
1: great game so let me ask you this back on the five on six for one second while we're still here and all the guys listening at home are like you know if I was in practice okay and I'm a power play guy you know what it's like you put six on five in, in practice right we're working on the extra man yeah well if these fucking heroes like me are going full blast in practice as the fucking guy down right Trying to defend, slashing, getting pucks out, giving a little whack, getting back to the net, working. Guys are like, what the fuck are you working so hard for? You know what I mean? Yeah, I used to love driving the power play nuts. I I know. So did I. I loved it. it.
0: But that's how you're only going to get better. These teams that are giving it up, like we're talking about, they don't practice it hard enough. Yeah, there was no better feeling than a PK than the power play guys slapping their sticks, breaking their sticks, telling you to fuck off, and them getting in shit. You're just like, like, get it going then, boys. Yeah. Because I got to engage myself here. Otherwise, them shoot pucks in the neutrals. they yeah. getting shit. I'm gonna talk to. Uh, I- I'm gonna text John Cooper and talk to him about what's going on with the five on six. I'm gonna ask him. Yeah, maybe. I- maybe I'm wrong here, but I want pressure. Go, 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 go. Yeah, Fuck, don't give him time and space. So, San Jose, take it easy on me. And like I said earlier in the week, boys, tread carefully against the Sharks right now because may- maybe taking the puck line, getting a goal and half. It's Shark kid, Week. Ben. It is Shark. <laughs> it's Shark Week. Up dogs. Uh, up dogs. Some sad news, I guess. Maybe not sad. Everything. All good things come to an end. But your boy Craig Berube, Chief uh let go in st louis just your thoughts on that and i know you're texting with me the other day
1: yeah no, i know i listened i had chief in uh in philadelphia under john stevens he's our assistant coach he ended up taking over for him after uh chief is a a guy that played with his heart on his sleeve coach like it too coached his own way didn't want to didn't want to be told what to do had a great demeanor had a great sense of humor Fuck was funny, man. He's he, he would Seems he like had him. one-liners like going out of style. Oh, I can't right. imagine him and odd on the same bench, and I missed it by a year. But uh listen, I think you know all, all the stuff that came out. Listening to Doug Armstrong's um presser yesterday, you know he should be remembered by the guy that brought you know the Stanley Cup to St. Louis after a 50-year you know hiatus. He was the guy that took over for for Mike Yo, uh, jumped in. You know, jumped in a position that was never easy. They were dead last in the fucking league at that, at that point. DFL. And um, he he got the best out of his guys. And I, I'm, I'm you know, every time I text him, we laugh. We uh, we share some good insight on hockey. I think he's going to have another job somewhere, if not somewhere really fast, like really, really soon. Yeah. Right? How many times is a guy that wins a cup, a free agent, basically middle of the season? Not, yeah. Not very often.
0: No, I, I agree. And, and what Army said about, you know, everything that Chief did. And, you know, after the dust settles, remember, for that cup, 100%. I mean, his Game 7 speech alone, yeah. one of the best speeches I've ever heard. Yeah. When he said, we're, we're a good fucking hockey team and we're leaving here tonight with the fucking cup. I mean, I still hear it. I get chills. Yeah. And listen, I got a team for him. I would say, Chief, keep your cell phone on, on loud. And this is no disrespect to Mike Sullivan. I had Sully in Tampa. Sully's got Stanley Cups that I don't have. He's had a great run in Pittsburgh. But I think Craig Berube could maybe come in and squeeze that last bit of juice out of Sidney Crosby and those boys, I, I I don't know. I just think Chief is is probably a little more laid back than Sully, uh, maybe a little more of a guy's guy than Sully. And like I said, no disrespect to Sully, yeah, he's got cups. I don't, I don't know if I'm Kyle Dubas, Craig Ruby's interesting yeah. to me.
1: He's very interesting. I, that would be an interesting dynamic. Dubas yeah. GM, Chief yeah, as that's the head true. coach. Yeah, that is true. I mean, there ain't no Kyle Dubas ain't telling Chief what to do. There's no way. No, but yeah. To listen, yeah, to your point, you brought that up yesterday on the golf course i think i think a fresh voice in that room is exactly what they need they're obviously underachieving big time yeah it's just like, and the guys they have they're older they want a fucking guy like chief you want a guy that's just been there you know came into the the old igloo back in the day and beat the wheels yeah, off all those guys exactly i mean he was he was and, a tough man and
0: tough. like you said i mean you know you had a little stat about teams that get their coaches fired they win their first game i mean Look, what, look is what, I, and I like Dean Everson. And I said to you on this very podcast that it's time for Dean Everson to probably get, you know, move on. It's, it's coaches are hired to get fired. They say that. Yeah. Looks what happened to me. They've played better. Chris Knobloch in Edmonton. We all know what's going on. Now, granted, they had the two best players in the world. Totally. But fuck me and you could have coached that team. But, new friends, if mean, you're a GM, you can't be looking around the league and going and be like, this is not working. It obviously works. Yeah. So time yeah, will tell. Know, but, right. Chief, all the best, buddy. We love you out here. at miss curfew. We'll bounce back on your feet. Up dog. We'll be right back, fellow. Fella, we got to talk about Jagermeister. No chirping, no running its mouth. Let's just talk about the confidence on these
1: guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella. But they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case, how
0: the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great question. Ice cold, fella. At zero degrees Fahrenheit to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it, my man. That's all they want to tell you. Damn, that's cold. Just remember
1: to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister US. White Plains, New York.
0: Welcome back to Missing Curfew. Up dog, it's milk carton. Milk carton. Listen, this is bittersweet for me. I- I'm hoping this is a milk carton bump like you did for Hubie. When you he- he- he called out Hubie, scored the next night. Um, listen, I watched the Sens play the other night against the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina came out flat, and I don't even know how they came out flat because Rod Bittemore absolutely ripped them two nights before. They came out flat. The Ottawa Senators had two power plays, two of the worst power plays I've ever seen. They came back. They lost the puck, this and that. So, boys, Brady Kachuk, I love you. Uh, Batherson, I've got to know this kid, he's an absolute beauty um, they have the talent, they've only played 20 games up either 10-10, and 10, they're sitting at 500, boys I'm doing this because I'm fucking pulling for you, I'm putting the Ottawa Senators on the milk carton to get a bump but the time is now boys you gotta get going um, you know the time of rebuild and this and that, it, it's over, you gotta play more consistent, you gotta be more desperate uh, so out of because I'm pulling from updog, I'm putting the Ottawa Senators on the milk carton fella well said, well said. Yeah, it's time. Time is now, and you know this. You've been in, you've been in dressing rooms where, all right, boys, enough fucking around. Let's go. Right. Yep. You got the Christmas break coming up. Take care of your games before that. They're playing the Blues tonight, like Uppy said. Come on, boys. I'm pulling for you. I, I love that team. I love Brady Kachuk. Uh, I'm hoping the milk cart uh, the milk cart bump helps them out. New segment here at Missing Curfew. It's the Missing Curfew hot seat. You know, we're talking about coaches getting fired, and, and this coach. I'm staying in Ottawa. DJ Smith, I, I've, I've always been a fan of his. I do think he's a good coach. I do think he's a good guy. But, I mean, it, it, the time is now. Like, I, I know their GM got fired earlier in the year. Maybe you don't want to come in as a new owner and completely fucking dismantle everything. But, fella, that seat's got to be getting, like, he's got to be sitting yeah. Down, yeah. Like, Ooh, I need an extra pair of gits here. Yeah, yeah, it's chafing. It's getting chafy. Yeah, monkey nah. butt. I'm putting DJ Smith on the missing curfew hot seat. I, I hope they turn it around now. I do believe in him. But up, what I watched the other night against the Carolina fucking uh, Hurricanes, it's not good enough. And it starts, unfortunately, with the head coach of the hockey club. I like that you're tuning in to the Ottawa Senators right
1: now. Oh, yeah, I mean I like, you like Brady. Team, yeah, you like Brady. You like I Babson, like team. you just said. Um, Maybe it's just Ottawa. It's Maybe it's just the fact <laughs> that these team guys team? are playing in you're Canada. It's the fucking nation's capital. Yeah, but they're not in the nation's capital. They're outside. They're, they're in Buck, you know, whatever. they in Canada. Who wants to go there?
0: I mean, they got all got pretty good numbers here, too. I was about yeah. to relay into that Sanderson kid, but he's got 14 points. He's plus four in 23 games. Like Those are good numbers. Those are good numbers. Listen, it's just structure up. You've played on good teams, and, and listen, they're still young. I get it. But, like, you cannot come out and be lackadaisical and this and that. And for me, it starts with coaching, then it goes on the players. And that's why I got to put DJ Smith on the hot seat. But they have time. They've only played 20 games up, dog. They got time to turn it around. I hope they do. Uh, but the time is now. And you're right. They do need a downtown rink sooner than that. Yeah. but. So while on the
1: missing curfew uh, hot seat slash milk carton, I'm yep. going to dive in. I put this guy on the milk carton last week. He didn't. Yeah, I mean he didn't do anything since last week, which is why he's been called out. Which is why his head coach was fired yesterday. Jordan Cairo, <laughs> 28 games played, five goals. He's making eight and a half million dollars. That's a lot of bananas. Let's uh, l- let's start to figure out how to how to show a little effort how to play the right way, play to your ability, play to the money you're making. Um, five goals just isn't good enough. I like this guy, Justin Falk, no goals, 12 apples. You're like supposed to be A1, PP, you and Tori Krug. I need you back at it. Yeah. I need you on it. Uh, then you go down the lineup. It's more Sammy Blaze. I love Sammy Blaze, one goal.
0: I do love Sammy Blaze, I love him. Too.
1: Just We need more sandpaper. Um Tori Krug, one goal. Let's pump it up. I love Oscar Sunquist. He's been as a fourth line guy, three goals. Kevin Hayes had a big game last game, two yeah. goals. Unfortunately, they fell short to the Detroit Red Wings, which is why he just gone. I got a stat for
0: you here yeah, for when they played the Detroit Red Wings. Yes. And we could both sit here and say the Detroit Red Wings, if we were playing in the league right now, they probably wouldn't scare us, would they? Like We wouldn't be like, oh, they're going to physically dominate us. No. Right? right? No. We wouldn't be going into the new Little Caesars Arena and be like, fuck, I hope I don't get run right out of the building. Absolutely not. If they don't have Lidstrom or fucking Holmstrom or any of those guys, no. Against the fucking Blues the other night, the Blues won 24% of the puck battles. Twenty-four percent of the puck battles against the Detroit bunch Reds. of pansies. I mean, listen, can't be like you that. can't fucking do that against the wings. Come on, come on. Now, no, if so, you so, lost so, if you played the Vegas Golden Knights and lost and only had one twenty-four percent of the puck battles, I yeah. would agree. And and just Detroit's got a good team, but they're they're not physically they're like strong and big. Twenty-four percent of the puck no. battles at home when you're oh. not in the playoffs, a five hundred team. Yeah, against you know a
1: Billy Husso, Robbie Fabry, David Perron, who wasn't playing, but. Yeah, you have you have incentive. Larkin wasn't playing to not lose battles, and that's what you can control, and that's why you get called out, and that's why we're putting you on the milk carton because the coach is fired. Next thing you know, yeah, you got no trade clauses, you no moves, and all this stuff, which is protecting you, but you got to be a guy making all this money. You can't walk around the city and you know with your head held high if you're playing like that. I know, and I'm not talking the whole squad. I just mean.
0: Something's I mean, there was reason for... When I started having a little reason for concern for the Blues is when you told me they went to Vegas and nobody went out. Yeah. Come on, boys. Come on. That's not <laughs> St. Louis Blues hockey? No, it's not. Fucking Ryan O'Reilly, Pat Maroon, those boys would fucking... They are still not adjusting room be just pissed. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, get out there and mix it. I know. You're 500. Come on, baby. Yeah. Come on. You want to be 700? Get out <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, hit the fucking blackjack table. Hey, come on, boys. I have a time when you're in Vegas, so... Uh, up Dog, let's get a little positive here at Missing Curfew. It's the holiday season. Get this guy a beer. Woo! Listen, I got to go right to my boy, Wheezy, baby. Watch him play the other night against the Vegas Golden Knights. His seventh goal this season. We're 25 games in, not even. He's got seven goals. He's absolutely jumping. Uh, I'm so happy for him. Seven goals already. He might get 20. I don't want to jinx him here, but get Wheezy, baby, a beer. And then our boy, Jack Eichel, seven-game point streak. I'll tell you what, I watched the play the other night against Calgary. He got this puck outside the defensive blue line, and he took two or three hard strides like a goddamn gazelle and in on a breakaway. He's got the most time on ice power play and penalty kill combined or something, or he's the only guy in the league with you know, top minutes in both. I said earlier in the year that he should win the Selkie. Uh, what is it up, Doug? The Selkie. The Selkie. The, I know uh, what the word is. I just can't the say the The best words. two-way forward Selkie. in the league. Right now. To me, if I had to vote, Jack Eichel is the best two-way center. He's going to win the Selkie. Jack Eichel, get this guy a beer. Stay hot, fella. You're absolutely – he's so strong up. He, he's just holding biscuits out here. I mean, he's playing unbelievable. You're damn right. So I'm going to do a shout-out to Nathan McKinnon. 800 points
1: last night. What's his points? you get 15 games, I think? 13 or 14, yeah, Good for him. Like good for him. He's got the Avs, as you said earlier, playing unbelievable hockey. And then my boy Jack Hughes last night. He, uh, he, he'd he he gone three games with no points. Then he has a huge goal against the Bees in overtime. Uh, heads up for the New Jersey Devils. By the way, Frosty, I love you. You sent me some swag. I got a couple of Nico Heischer sticks.
0: Uh, I love you. Did he? Down they their badass. Uh, it, Frosty. Thanks, Frosty. You're the man. Frosty, we love you, baby. Uh, get those guys a beer. Keep humming, boys. Keep snapping it. What a league. Top titty. Shout out to Jonathan D., 132 points. The demon. Bella, email maxi at com. I'll send you a sick t- a sick hat, buttery tea, uh, up dog. I-, I-, I suck, man. I suck. <laughs> I was god awful, bud. 66 points. I man. don't know what
1: who I here? put. I think I, just... I put myself on that squad. I could get more points than that, I think. It was me and you, Max, wasn't it? Sitting in, uh, going out to, we were at Wendy's and I put that in there. We <laughs> were at Wendy's right yeah, after I you got some spicy jet. chicken burgers. Yeah. My fucking head was still in the clouds.
0: Listen, I, I had who I I had JT Miller got me thirteen. Had the fact that he got go. me ten Fabs, I love you, Fabs. I've been pumping your tires about your your hair and everything. You got me you got the zeros. Batherson got me nine. Ah, I stink. Shusurkin, man. Wanna talk about Igor Shisturkin, man?
1: I picked too. Tuna Tartare. He didn't even play. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And Quinn Hughes only got me one one well one banana. Yeah. It's just it's Still hard Come on, man. Where did my brother finish? Where's Hold Brento? On, let me see. Let's see.
0: I got it right here. Brento oh, Brento was Brent, 27th. there you go. I'll tell you what, Max has been a staple. Max has been an absolute staple. Maxie, way to carry your torch, fella. Hey, someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Brento, Princey, not good enough, Princey. I'm going to nope. tell you right now, not fucking good enough, bud. For a guy who is the social media guru at Mr. Curfew, watches all the games, not good enough. I need more from you. Anyways, get in there. We haven't been selling it out. We're looking to sell it out. Thousand dollars up for grabs. Uh, first prize is uh, also gets a hat and a buttery T-shirt. So top titty. I'm looking to bounce back. Up dog, my man. Saturday night lock of the night. I'm five and two. You're three and two. We're eight and four combined. We're making money for the boys, fella. You go ahead first and pick your Saturday night lock, lock of the night. Of the night. Lots of games, man.
1: There's Lots a ton of, of games. There's games. a ton of games. All right. Lock of the night is. Ooh, this is going to be a good match. This is going to be a good match. But I'm going to pick the Edmonton Oilers over the Florida Panthers. Script pick. A good I mean, game. the line's going to be tight. It's, it's going to be tight. a pick em game. Panthers on the road. Oilers, how are you? I mean, they're just playing well, and I'm back on the oiler train, wearing my Connor McDavid jersey. So old Beckham, um, that's my lock of the night.
0: All right, fellas. There's, there's there's a lot of good games, Not a lot of jump out here. But uh, listen, I'm going you were just pumping your boy Jack Hughes up, Frosty. I love you. Your hair is always looking good. You're a national. You're beyond belief. I'm taking Jack Hughes and the New Jersey Devils to go into Columbus and lay a little beating on uh, Erica Branson and the Columbus Blue Jackets. So right. Devils. You said they're back home, Jack Hughes is feeling good. Saturday night, lock of the night, baby. Updog, we got P.A. Pronto coming at us right now to talk a little. last A little place called Aspen fella. Fela. Updog, my man. The Bat Blue.
1: Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know. Like playoff hockey.
0: Or barbecuing with your boys. Teeing it up. Going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labat Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labat Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labat USA in Buffalo, New York. Uh, Welcome back to Mr. Curfew Up Dog. Uh, This is a guy who I gave the first star of the Aspen trip on Wednesday's podcast. Well-deserved, too, by the way. Well-deserved, I thought. Listen, it was great seeing this guy. Uh this guy's meant so much to me. I met him when he was twenty years old as a French kid who couldn't speak English. And um, you know, we've played the most hockey together. So, anyways, uh, without further ado, Pierre Alexander Paranto, aka the Mango. First of all, fella, thanks for joining us. How you feeling? Oh,
2: I'm a little tired, <laughs> to be honest. That was a, that was a big trip in Aston. Uh, but what a time. Uh it was great. Uh, it was nice to see all the boys. Uh, lots of faces I haven't seen over the years, and uh, I think we had a great time. But uh, I'm a little banged up, a little tired. It was a, a, a long travel day yesterday.
0: I I, I bet three three yeah. flights to get back to Moncton. He had to take just like us. So we blame it on the altitude, mm-hmm. right? No yeah, that's what
2: happened. What no that's what happens, I did. That's what I didn't call Colorado. when I played
1: there. Yeah, after your first shift or after your first night out, you're kind of like, you know, you wake up, you're like, God, I don't, I don't feel good. Yeah, it's the elf. It's got to be the elf. It's not the four yeah. bottles of Bordeaux that we had, or the, or or the, the,
0: the, the free Kobe beef steaks, or you the, know. S- the six a.m. where we took you Wednesday night. That's, That's true. Yeah, that would hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, first of all, uh, we were talking about how beautiful your house is. You built in Moncton. Uh, I want to get out there in the summertime and see you. But well, uh, let's talk about that setup behind you. All right, well, we we got a picture of you holding the uh the flame in montreal okay yeah well what's that other what's that other one behind you with the guy with the stick is that some kind of
2: award the guy with the stick like there yeah what's that uh that was that was from uh p no 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 that's a big one player of the month in the chl
0: okay okay Player of the month is a CHL. I like That's a big that. one for me. That's a
2: big, big one, one for me. That's a big one for anyone.
0: Yeah. And what's below that? That looks like the uh, the Clarence Campbell Trophy. What's that? That's
2: what it is. It, it is. It, it is. Yeah. To the, I, I won in Nashville. They give us a replica. Yeah, man, you guys had a good <laughs> squad. I don't know if I don't if I deserve that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you guys <laughs> walked through I'm us in the second team. round. You walked through yep. us in the second round that year. And yeah. then and then Obi oh, went Obi <laughs> went to see you in uh, in the finals, didn't you, fella?
0: It's yeah, still it to did. this day the best uh the best warm up I've ever seen anyone put on uh, on on tape. The fucking Mago came out with the hair flowing, a uh, high stepping, me and Matt Gell were down the Nexus Lounge and, and Pekka René didn't stand a chance. You you stopped about six over his shoulder and just like looking at the boys the whole time.
2: It was my mujer. It was my type to sign I wasn't playing games. So I warm up warm up it was. And then,
1: uh, and then what do you got on the whiteboard yeah, there on the, the left la- uh, behind your right arm? Is that where you just draw plays like old power plays where you know the puck had to go through you? Or well, you you know I'm pretty old school, right? So yeah, that's when I draw my power plays back.
2: Everything went through me. time well, I'm sure you saw it Saturday night everything went through. me.
1: I did. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say your game was great. Yeah, yeah. I asked you. You said you've been skating with your kids back home. You're doing a little coaching. I, I don't believe that you're not out there like. You know, so someone's got you on their payroll. Like you're showing up to these okay. men's league games. I bet you you're getting a little cheddar in your back pocket you're scoring some goals because your game was tight, but.
2: that well, it was good. It was, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun. It was fun to play with Milan Heyduk too. Nice to, nice to see him, uh, see him back after a couple of years in Colorado. Uh, thought we had a game in Milan. He was uh, he's 47 years old. He was fly. Uh, and no, I'm not really skating to be honest. I've been skating maybe three or four times the last year or so. Uh, that that's as much as you did last week before the game. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm <laughs> well, not going lie.
0: <laughs> well, listen, your 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 performance alone has, has got Sheldon wanting to fly you in to do private to do private clinics. So, let me yeah. ask you. Let me ask you this, because by the sounds of, of how much Sheldon loves you, you're gonna be going back to the city a lot. First time in Aspen, uh, I picked you up at the airport. I said, "Listen, you got to hydrate, fella. Right? You got to hydrate early. Right. But what'd you think of the city?
2: uh i'm still on the high like it's it's pretty crazy like i, I that's exactly what i thought it was going to be uh such a great place uh probably one of the richest place in north america <laughs> it's very impressive it's beautiful uh people are nice uh you know it's the, the cowboy had to kicking around it, it, it's an amazing place i had, I had a great time uh, it, it's it's tough for me to explain what i went through this week yeah like to, to people here or to people that have never been there i such a unique experience. And uh, I'm really happy I went there. And I'm, I, I am planning to, to go back, not only to party and, and see see the boys, but to, you know, maybe do some work with Sheldon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Actually. You know what we should do? We I was thinking, because I want to play golf in March. We might just have to plan around, because um, March is the best, one of the best months in Aspen, right? Could you get more sunlight. Right, you get on the mountain yeah. a little bit. Yeah, more. it's like the last the last so, month
1: of
2: skiing. Right, I yeah. think is March. So maybe we should. Yeah. maybe we should go back there. Instead of going to Palm Springs. Well, we
0: should maybe do both. Right, we can maybe go play golf okay. for a couple of days. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, we could make a week of it,
2: fella. We can make a week of it. Yeah, we can definitely make a week. That's what we do, me and you.
1: Pa, have you done any other? You know, we 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 dove into it this week. Uh, you know, on on our show, but have you done any other events like since you've been retired to? you know help charities or to help like you know minor hockey like this or or was this one just so well done you know through Sheldon and Katie you know that it just tops them all but have you done anything back home or anything
2: uh charity wise not really like i was really impressed the way they organized that thing it was just like the people that don't know what what we went through this week it was like so well organized so magical like the the, the outdoor rink in the mountain and all the lights and people out there and uh, you know, Henrik Lundqvist was there. There was there was a lot of big names. It was kind of fun. The old, uh Colorado alumni were there too, so it was it was amazing. But now personally, I haven't done uh, much of those things. Uh, I've been to alumni weekends quite a bit with the Islanders. They they throw a pretty big pretty big party uh, and they do it right now. They with that new owner there in the new building. Uh, I'm going to my third or fourth one already in like a month or so. Uh, they, they treat you so well with the Islanders, and uh, it's it, it's pretty cool. But uh, nothing like that. Like I experienced this thing, though. It was uh, it was great. It's it's tough to put in words. Uh, you know, you, you kind of have to look at videos. You kind of have to uh, look at pictures to see what what we what we lived on there. And uh, it's amazing. And I'm hopefully going to make this a, an annual thing and make it even bigger.
0: Oh yeah, that that beauty. He will. It's a hundred percent going to happen. Yeah, I, I think you will. And that's that's that the uh,
2: exciting uh, part. going to do that. Yeah.
0: Hey, how is that new yeah. UBS arena? We haven't been there yet. Is it a pretty sick barn?
2: Yeah, it's the sickest barn, to yeah. be honest. Like it, it's crazy. Like it's 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 all brick outside and in the inside, you getting got out pity corners. It's it's big, it's like this carp, carpet, carpet. It's beautiful. Like it's there's no other ring that looks like that t- to be honest. And uh I'm really happy for the islanders. They 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 had some tough years in, in that old barn. Uh a lot of history, obviously, a lot of winning, but I think it was uh, it was more than due to that, that they uh, they the the rink like that and and to, to have some NHL players you know and, and to attract free agency and to attract good players and and I'm very happy that the way they're playing this year as well so they get a good record and, and it looks like they got things going the right way.
0: Yeah, they are playing great. That old barn, man. Yeah, I yeah. like that old. Barn. Oh, I played my. First I, I liked that old
2: barn. I was yeah. at part of it for three years. It was amazing. Like it's, it's, no one wanted to be there, so we it, it was. It was tough, but you to a team but a positive team. So it, sure. it was, I think it was great.
1: The only thing better than the just the history of that barn was the fact that the visitors got to change next to the ice girls. Yeah, and like they, they'd yeah. warm up. We'd be on the bike, and you know, guys are like guys, the game starts in the five. We're like, yeah, give me a break, yeah. I was yeah,
0: extra warmed up to, for those. I was extra warmed up for those games. I played a little longer soccer, maybe do the foot yeah. ladder. eh? Yeah. see if you get a little like you
2: know, going. It's the only time you got the tins going right. <laughs> Hey, Usually yeah. It
0: takes two periods to warm up. Oh fuck! Hey, uh, Mago, where the new rink is in Belmont? Like, like let's let's stop. Let's get in the Mister Curfew time machine here. Um, could you live in the city and play play for the Islanders nowadays? Like, how far? I, I don't know exactly know where, where Belmont Park is. Is too far. Yeah, it's, Couldn't do it.
2: Is it is it near the U S Open? Like yeah uh, like yeah yeah like Queens yeah yeah no I don't I don't think you could you could you can always make it happen I, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's the way to go uh, I. Because we stayed last alumni weekend. We stayed in the city, everyone, and we took a 45-to-an-hour bus to Flushing Meadows with traffic and stuff like that. So it wouldn't be ideal, but I think uh, I, used, I think we, we could have made it happen. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we, we, <laughs> we, were, we were never the smartest guys.
0: We were never the smartest guys at times to get up. No, no, no. Hey, let's get back to the Aspen, uh, Aspen topics here. Uh, Sheldon put all the boys up at the St. Regis. Um, listen, you know how many times I've oh. wanted to stay at that oh. hotel? I couldn't because I couldn't afford it. So how was it? How was the bar down there? Just talk me through the St. Regis for a guy who's never stayed there.
2: I walked into the St. Regis, like, I felt like Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> like, the boots, the, 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 yeah. the cowboy hat, the, the, the ladies, the puffy jackets. Like, this, it's like another planet in there. Like, I literally. Know. Like, I walked in there. Like, I had no business being in there. Like, it's 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 crazy money. It's, it was such a beautiful place. Such a nice hotel. Uh, the bar uh, you know, I was like the, the fire pits are everywhere. The service, I mean, it's the best hotel I've stayed at my whole life. And I was uh, we're a little, we were a little off season, I think, there, but it didn't sell that way. Uh, it was uh, it was great. I got to ski the first couple of days uh with your buddy Evans too, which he was he was amazing to me this week. And uh, I mean, like I, I couldn't ask for a better week. I, I was in paradise and. Uh, um, it's, it's a tough coming down here in Moncton right now, I'm <laughs> going to be honest with
0: you. <laughs> hey, listen, I love that you bring up Dumb and Dumber because, you know, you, you had the the the, the nice collared shirts on, you got the beard. I, I really think you could pull off the Aspen look, fella. Like, if we go back there, like, we got to get you the cowboy hat and maybe we can get Princey, our social media guy, do something up and, and put you in there. But I, I think you got the Aspen look, my man. Like, I don't know if you got the bank account for it because I don't. But no. man, you got the look for it.
2: Well, you told me that the whole week, and Loops, too. He pulled it off a couple nights with the hat, I was so jealous of Like, I want a hat like that. And it's just the problem is if I buy a $1,500 hat, I can't really wear it in too. It's a one-time thing, right? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it takes people,
1: even Loops. He
2: loves that. He pulls it a good dresser, too, though.
1: But it takes someone two or three trips to really get you get the attire down pat for like that mountain town yeah because yeah, yeah. it, and it changes yeah. all the time like one week it's fur, next week it's you know it's rep it's like crocodile skin oh. shit you're just like wow these people are just out of
2: their way wow these people these people are like you do it right yeah it's like it's, it's a different world i remember this is last time i was in Aspen, i think for new
0: year's and i was out with with uppy the night before i i, I noticed this nice little hoodie fucking sick little hoodie add on i'm like that's god that's nice Bob. that's nice hey eh? Next day I go, Mac, oh, where should I go shopping? He sends me a couple places and I just happen to check <laughs> Uppy's hoodie there, right? I, I look at the price tag and it's like three thousand dollar hoodie or something, right? So I'm like, and me and me Uppy are always are arguing over, you know, you know, way, the way we spend our money at times. So I see him at dinner, I go, Did tell me you didn't spend three thousand dollars on a fucking hoodie. He's like, it was on sale, oops, sixty percent off. And to this day I still don't believe him, PA. I still don't believe him.
2: No, no, no. You shouldn't believe him, trust me. <laughs>
0: But the style there is unbelievable, you
2: know, uh, yeah. and it's and you know m- money never lies when it comes to style. It no. never does. No, it doesn't. never, never, never. So if you really want to, if you want to follow these people around, if you want to be part of the uh, crew, you gotta spend it because you're gonna look like an idiot. If you don't. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: You're like, you don't. You don't fit Simple in here, <laughs>
2: no. If you want to fit in, you gotta fit in. You don't get out of there.
0: And I will say this about Loops's hat because he does rock it a lot. And he, yeah, he's a good, good-looking guy with always had great style. Yeah. But and when you're talking to him face to face, it's fine. But if you're anywhere behind Loops with that hat on, I I mean he's you're, like you're, a bobblehead. Yeah, you're bobbing and weaving the yeah. whole night. Like it takes up yeah. it, it takes up a lot of room. Yeah, it does. Now you know we now you know we steal o's <laughs> and we're behind you.
1: <laughs> Doing the peacock. That's true. Just around the bar. How did uh um, How did you feel on the mountain? So yeah, you ski often or what? Like we we
2: get. Oh, no, I don't. That's another thing. I I barely ski. I ski maybe ten times when I, since I retired. I've never ski through my career, and I kind of got into it with my son a little bit in the last few years. And but we don't have the options here, right? so I go on trips once in a while, March break with them, and once every two years. So I haven't skied much. So I was really really excited to ski, and it didn't disappoint. My God, the mountains there are amazing. Uh, the the people too. The it's just it's just a vibe. It's tough to explain. You don't you don't get it anywhere like that. Uh people are nice, and it's just like it's manicured beautifully the mountain, and I'm just like, we're up like the whole time I was like, man, i was trying to enjoy every second, you know, like every well every every you did a good
0: job of that, bud. You did a you did a good job of enjoying every second of it. You did a hell of a job there.
2: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: So okay, so to the fellas listening, this doesn't surprise you. We come in Wednesday. Me and the Mago, we take it deep. We go back to Loops' back, y'all. We have ourselves a night. But we're getting up to ski. So we get up, we shake it off, and we get on that gondola, and we get about three-quarters of the way up, and we kind of look at each other. Eh? Like We were both kind of having a little bit of a, I don't want to use the word panic attack, but like
2: I was like, like yeah, man. That was that, too high for me, way back.
0: <laughs> I just wasn't I, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling good. And I looked at PA, and I was like, so we, we had to shake that off early, eh? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh, we did it was like I had like it was way too high and then the stop and the win and, and it was yeah, there was, a it, was there. After, it was after a big it was after a big two in there? Trigger, like you said the, the, the night before they they won they was always up the trip you always go hard then you get to live with it the next day and and we did it though you you you, you impressed me you you weren't feeling good at all you, you did maybe like five or six runs a couple beers uh like when we stopped on Dublin mountain and you did really good I was really impressed with you because I've seen you shut it down modern you're
0: in i'll tell you what i've never <laughs> seen a guy suck down three beers than <laughs> you did on that sun deck But you sucked down those three <laughs> beers on the sun deck i was like i was trying to drink and i had a, like a shot of jameson and i'm like the worst i felt all day was on that uh, at the sun deck when we were taking a little bit of a breathe yeah. on the mountain yeah. i felt okay we,
2: we, the mountain was nice, as you breathe like you're outside and it's always nice and you don't really think about you have to think when you're skiing but when you sit there at the sun and you just you had such a big night the night before yeah, we 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 were in one on day two. let's face it but we we uh we made the best of it and we had a great week after that.
0: I got to give you credit you got you got great ski style.
2: I, I yeah, shouldn't be surprised. Really, that
0: yeah, you're important an Aspen, yeah, by the support. way. I, I, I Just far. to look good in the I, restaurants, you got to look good on the
2: head. I had no clue what I was getting myself into. I had no clue about the style, and I just Googled shit, and I bought the, the best thing I thought I could buy. I was a little off, but hey, I, I look good. You got to look the part. I, I looked the part. I was not a great skier, but I had fun, and I tried to look the part. Except for oh. the cowboy hat, right?
0: You are a good skier. You are a good skier. Um, you definitely looked the part. Uh, I want to ask you, growing up, because I was an Ontario boy, obviously, and we would hear about, like, you know, Mount Trombleau and St. Anne's and this shit. Did you ski that growing up? Like, were were, were you a skier growing up?
2: No, I, I, we, we skied, but we, we didn't go in those places. Those places are pretty expensive and pretty far, and I, I never really had the chance to ski there when I was young. I skied in other places that were more, like, affordable and stuff, but uh, I went to St. Don once and Stone Anne and in those places, and then that last few years, then uh quebec has some good ski i've never seen trouble uh but but it's like it i'd say like you can compare it to gale a little more uh you know it's it's good mountain it's good ski uh i don't think you can compare anything to aspen no uh, i know this is the, the league the league of his own uh but yeah i, I never got the, the, the ski that much when i was young no not really
0: well i think you should stay on it because i think you're just hitting i think you're just hitting the. I think you're just hitting the... The sky's the limit for you on the mountain is what I'm saying. and I really think you should Whoa. stay I really think you should stay with it. Um, I want to talk about your alumni game. Uh, you had a hell of a night, you know I think you had four goals and who knows how many assists, but talk, talk, talk me through your your, your pregame because I text you and I asked you how you were feeling and you just text back, oof and then somebody egg. he said egg yeah yeah somebody the alumni team said they saw you at the bar. Uh, was it a glass of red wine and one glass of white wine that got you to where you it? No, no, no. It was,
2: was it? it was a glass of wine I was trying to recover and I was like, okay, hey, I need something for this game. And all the boys were kind of drinking before we got on the shuttle. And I'm like, I'm going to get a glass of a glass of white wine, try to get the something going because I was like really tired Involved the whole week. And uh, this bartender was like, you got going to try this this red wine. And I'm like, you can't drink red wine. I don't drink red wine that much because I know it's tiring me out. Tiring me out. And he's like, okay, hey, so... He gives me like two glasses of red wine just to try it. No reason to have like a big glass of white wine beside me. And then a couple of them like coming in, like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "White this thing for the game." <laughs> like, but it wasn't like those Didn't ask for it. He was Just bringing it to me, and it looked like it didn't look good. Trust me. But hey, I managed I had a, of a night, like you said, uh, and it was it was such such a fun night. I was so. Uh, it was nice to skate. It was like nice. the the setup was unreal. I think. It, it was so cold, too, and I think that the whole setup, the whole ice, thing, I think gave me legs. He I mean, wanted me to, to play good and wanted me to show you what we did. He still got it. Yeah, fuck you. you. It, me. you I, just, I
1: knew I knew, you had it, but I've seen you do this since you were kids, bud.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just talk about the Colorado Extreme and, and the fans, PA, because me and Uppy talked on it. You touched on it on, on our Tuesday pod that comes out Wednesday of, of what you just said, the atmosphere and, and the people there, and, and I felt it, too, when I got out there. That's why I went out there for a little stretch to see if I could get my – Old hips and fat ass, going a little bit, but like these these fans were unbelievable, man. Like it,
2: there was a buzz. There, there was a buzz, and I think that's why he's gonna make it bigger. Like the, the fans were in it, man. People in Colorado, they're, they're they're always been proud people. We played there for a few years, me and you, and uh, they like to uh, have people come in their, their state. And it wasn't any different that night. Uh, there was it was minus twenty Celsius, man. It was cold. There was no wind, thank God. But people just stayed in the stand like that with their coffee and their drinks and. Uh, to, to, to watch us play, like us, all like, parts, and it was, it was pretty impressive. I was, I, was, I, I couldn't believe it. And uh, I think this event has, uh, has essentially get a lot bigger and uh, to get a lot funner. So I'm excited to be a part of it now, and uh, I will never miss it for the world. Now,
0: no, I think you're a staple of it. I think you're a staple of Colorado Extreme Hockey moving forward. Um, I, I will say this: I, I, I love your PA. I've met you since you're 20 years old. And I often wonder what it would take for you to wear no visor in a hockey game. I, I was like, what would it take for this, you know, Quebec League leading points guy? And you went no visor out there. And I got to be honest, I think that's maybe why you had so much success, But
2: I agree. I was seeing everything. <laughs> I, you know, I hate to admit it, though. I love my visor. I thought it was a staple of mine, but now I think you're right. I think now miracle. Everyone's wearing cages in beer leagues now and I might go the other way around and take this thing (laughs) off and just Uh, say I mean listen, I I had no
0: one it's a little scary out there, even like just a stick or whatever. And you were just had it on a string, no visor. I'm like, look at this guy, I think he He must be so drunk he's not even scared. I think he just gave it away saying all the guys are wearing men's
1: league cages. He is playing men's league. I know he's out there. Updog
2: Updog. Updog. Updog doesn't believe me. I know. I know. I'm gonna have some exactly.
1: guys out there it's scouting okay. you, but maybe pull you in yeah. for another alumni game.
0: Yeah. Listen. The, the, the last thing about the game is, you know, you got a few more past Hank, but there was a, a lot of things that blew my mind through the course of the weekend. One of the things was that you got 11 career goals. Again, Henrik Lundqvist. Is, is this accurate? I mean you know, he
2: I mean, I do. I, I, I was throwing numbers out there, but he's definitely the goalie. has scored the most goal on. Like, it has to be close to ten. Yeah. Wow, I, like that just must yeah. be. He was so used to. I him. always had his. I always had his number. It's weird.
0: He must <laughs> have been so used. He, to He's
2: such a good goalie, man. He's like such a competitor. And he it there, like he made some pretty sick save that Dude. not many people are capable of.
0: How how good did he look? Like just big in there, and like you said, he made a couple of post to post saves,
2: but he just looked he so always, big. He always looked good. He look, he look. He looks good on and off the ice. You know that's what that's what he did his whole career. He's just like he's the king. They, you don't get named the king for nothing. You know what I mean? Like he's, he just pulled it off his whole career. He was amazing. He's a good guy. It was nice to see him too. I got a, I got a couple good chats in with him uh, during the week uh, and him his family. Him to to get inducted in the Hall of Fame. It was uh, uh, you know I was really proud of him and I think he uh, it, it was really well deserved.
0: Yeah, and, and he and he got a, you drink at the bar when you asked him to too, which I thought was pretty classy of him. Hey, when you said, hey, he like, hey, hey give, like, two, hey, give me two, give me two vodka Buc- sodas, and he got them for you. I was like, Buc- wow, Buc- that's classy. Buc- what a team yeah. guy. What a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, off dogs, yeah. Off dogs <laughs> Do pulling up your stats that, yeah? right now. Fuck,
1: you played for eight teams. oh yeah. huh? you got us by one. Yeah. <laughs> eight teams. Yeah. By the way, I, I you got some great stats here. One that stands out to me is um, is in the minors you have. Let me just pull this up one second here.
0: I don't know, but it was like right. four hundred and twenty-five games in the minors. No, but I wanted to see the pims. The pims were great. Like you had lots of them? Lots. To, I in the minors I got lots of them.
2: 453, 453 the ref,
1: so PIMs well. in 450 games. You had four hundred
0: and fifty pims in the minors? What
1: were you doing? No, no. Really? Yeah, watch well, this.
0: Uh oh. I don't know, here. This is we're we're just obviously gonna trim this here, but yes. I don't know where he's looking at. Four hundred fifty pims is a lot, Mago. That's got to be a lot of tens, no? Or a lot, that's
2: a lot of hooking it's a lot.
0: That's a it's lot, a of, lot
2: of tens, and it's it's a lot of lot of hooking, <laughs> a lot of yapping, a lot of yapping, a lot of you know, you know. <laughs> oh, I know. That's yeah, yeah. But you, you played- I was always involved though in games. I was always like really into it, and sometimes it cost me a little bit, but. You know, no. I didn't know that. I forgot I had that many pins.
0: No, as much as I really? joke about you, you know, I was calling you soft. Like you weren't, but you, you, you and you learned that. And I think in Portland and Cincy, they play them you know, with Kanopka and the boys, but no, you were always engaged, and you always were chirping and getting your face in there. And that's probably why those they led to those penalties.
2: Yeah, that's probably. It. Yeah, you're right. I was really soft coming coming out of junior, year, but you know, you and you and Z were a big part of uh, changing that and. You know it really helped me out in my career stayed, stayed in the minors a little longer than, than expected than i wanted to but uh you know it, it worked out at the end it was fun and it was it was a hell of a career
0: well well listen it's better to you never want to go back to the minors like i did i mean you, you stuck it out a little bit too long but at least you never had to go back because going back yeah, going back
2: i don't think i could i don't think i could have done that going back's the no. worst going no. back's the worst. It's like, yeah, it's like going to Aston to Moncton and you get a fucking. You are like,
0: <laughs> reality sets in. You are like, oh man, this. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, Mango, to, to put the final, the final chapter on the alumni game. Uh, I got Max. He's going to put your highlight clips together for you, and uh, we're going to send it to you if you want to send it to your agent, maybe. And yeah. See if you can get a deal in yeah. Switzerland or something. Maybe there is a couple yeah, couple it's... years left. Get back to the Spangy, I mean, bud.
2: Maybe I can back
1: back to the Spengler Cup. Yeah, the Spangy. That, that would that would be it. Yeah. Maybe I send in. We'll send in all
0: three of ours. Maybe they need some character guys. Ooh, well, I, God, I guys. I don't there. think they need me on that big ice. That ice surface was a perfect size for me. And when I went out there and it saw was... saw how narrow it was, I go, I got a chance in this game. I got a chance.
2: Yeah, you getting a chance to carry that saucer across the ice over to Steimer out.
0: Yeah, no don't the, the the play that got my legs going though was in the first there when we, we had power plays. I told Johnny Michael Lyles too. I said, I- I'm going to take this power play. Johnny's such a great guy. I said, go play a power play. And I saw PA swinging, and I just took it in the middle, and I just I just left it there for you. And you were just high-stepping, and it gave me some energy. I was like, ah, this is sick. Look at the PA flying up the wing there. Um, it, it was a great event, like we said. Um, you, you said a bunch of interesting things over the weekend with me, but one of the things you told me was that in your mind that Kucherov is the most underrated player right now in the NHL. And we've talked about him all year about how good he is and just the plays that he makes on the power play, Mago.
2: Yeah, just, just to sit that he's underrated, it's crazy. Because what I'm saying is I don't think he deserves I don't think he's getting the credit he deserves. Uh to me, when I when I turn the TV on, I watch Santa Bay play, I watch him play. Like it's, it's crazy, like the way he runs the power play, Uh everything he sees, the, the deception in his game is it's better than Mick David, it's better than Martyr. And that's saying something. Like that's why he's so spectacular to watch on TV for me uh it's it's fun uh, and i think he's got a lot left in the tank um and he's to me he's my he's my favorite nhl player
0: for me yeah. the, the way and you were are you're great at this too the way he goes through the box with his passes like it, it's mm-hmm. like there's not even a stick there he's not worried about it he'll he'll go cross seam all night and then he'll he'll pull yeah. it here and out to the out to the defenseman like the way he can work the puck around from a
2: pk guy watch them it, it's a nightmare really it's a nightmare for a PK guy because that's all deception he's a magic he's like it's magic man like well when he does like to go through the box like that it's, it's not easy the guys are actually expecting it right? yeah, i know and he's he, and, he, and he's doing it back and forward and through the light like he's just he's got so much in his brain going like when he's got when he's the puck in the half fall i love watching that it's, it's it's a thing of beauty yeah yeah he's nasty yeah it is yeah. i want
0: to ask i want to ask you about uh the young kid Connor bedard um He's really shoving it up my ass. I I I questioned <laughs> I, I didn't know how he would be 5 on 5. I I think he's at one point was leading the league in 5 on 5 points, but he just had another nasty backhand sauce apple. He's struggling on the power play Mago, which to me is a little bit shocking, but when you watch him as a skilled guy, well what do you notice about him?
2: And how do you need to know is he's successful at 5 on 5 right now? I know. And dad is and he's struggling on the PP. The PP is gonna come. It takes it takes even for him, even for McDavid, even for, for with McKinnon the first thirty games in his career, and the deception and the timing wasn't there on the PP that much. I mean, it's there for Benard. it's there for McDavid, but I'm just saying it, it takes it takes time even for them to uh, to figure out a PK to know what you can get away with and what you can get away with. I think that's that's where he's struggling on the PP a little bit right now. But it's five-on-five five game in the way he takes the puck and this toe drag and whatever is going is it's pretty special. Like it's it's Matthews like, but it's even better. Uh he's he's gonna be amazing. Like to be eighteen in this league right now with all the talent that is there and to be that dominant and to be performing like that, it's it, he's gonna be he's gonna be like McDavid and maybe score a lot more goals than him too. And the fact that he's doing it with,
0: with, with nobody no, around.
2: Yeah, no D to feed him. Their, their
0: team is nobody. so, as you would say, their team is so tin. Yeah. It's a tin team. It's a little it's very, there, Coach. very tin-tin. Like, yeah. I think if we maybe tin-tin. send your clips to Kyle Davidson, that you may be on the fucking Hawks by next week. <laughs> right? I mean, like, that's me. I mean, hey sign, Duke you too. you to
1: sign that code of conduct agreement, <laughs> Bill. Because- <laughs> <Hey>, I think, <laughs> I think hey Duke could play on that team, too. No, they, they could, but... Um, you know what it's like when you scout like a power play they scout this power play and they say just like take, take it, away it away from him, him. yeah they, they don't have any other threats and that's like that's all power play you know that's all people yeah, do to scout power plays is yeah. which guy to take away C- you know C- kucherov isn't isn't
2: feeding uh like 10 gold, 10 gold no, guys i, don't know, no I mean no, like he's he's, he's feeding studs around like it makes a big difference yeah. too like Bucks is coming back at yeah stem coin you know different game. Imagine Bedard having that, I don't think he'll be struggling with power play very long.
0: No, no. Fuck, I would be struggling with Stammer on the power play. But what about, like, are, are you worried about <laughs> Bedard getting hurt at all? I mean, I guess injuries could happen to anyone, but, like, when I looked, I met him at the Stanley Cup Finals with Up Dog, like, Mago, like, he he, he uh, he's tiny. Like, are you worried about that? Or he's so much smarter than everybody, and he can see the ice, and the game's not as physical as when we played, he'll be fine. To this point, he has been. I mean, he got hit by Kulikov in Florida, but other than that, he hasn't really been hit too hard.
2: Yeah, I think he's so smart. He's like Marner a little bit too. I, th- I think he's he's tiny, but I don't think it's ever going to be a factor. He's going to get hurt in his career, it's unavoidable, yeah. but I don't think uh, I don't think he's going to be exposed. He's too smart. He's like Marner when it comes to that. And I'm uh, not worried about him one second. I, I watched a lot of games and no, yeah. not even close.
0: Do you remember whoever hit you the hardest? Because you were pretty good at not getting hit for like, do you ever can, uh, I know, I hate to put you on the spot. Is there any guy that got you? Like, you're just like,
2: ooh oof as you tap on yeah tab on well. yeah tab on knack uh, hey yeah yeah i think marvin stewart got remember him oh yeah He's, big d-man let's see yeah, t- he, he would oh yeah yeah Sucked me i blew my ncl twice and it was him both What <laughs> <laughs> cheap crazy. shots or like cheap you shots or gotcha you hitting you low no knee no knee he he got me he got me good <laughs> get like that, and I had I my number for some reason. He was big, and strong too. He, he was couldn't so, turn left, but
0: no. Is no, no. that when he played in Detroit or Winnipeg?
2: <laughs> no, he was in Winnipeg. Yeah. both times.
0: He never yeah. played. In, you're thinking Brad Stewart in Detroit, and I don't know if Mark Markster played Boston and Winnipeg is
2: what I remember. Him, right? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how two that hit too. He played. In San I Jay, think Detroit. he's coach. He was coaching in the show, like assistant coach. Last time I checked. Huh. he was in Winnipeg. And he Anyway, big guy, I think big face, and just that. Uh, yeah, he, was, he was a good demon, solid demon. I'm
0: gonna have to take him out for a beer if I ever see him for fucking getting the bagel lined up like that, eh? Hey, listen, last but not last but not least about hockey, I can't have y'all without asking your bunch all Canadians. I love Marty St. Louis um, as a former Hab and a good Quebecer. What, what do you think of their team, their development? Uh, when you watch them play, what do you see?
2: Uh, I like it. I don't think they have enough. Like, it takes time to turn it around. I think. Uh, but they, I like what I see. Like, I'm I'm not sold on this Cofield guy. I, I think he's too one dimensional to be, uh, I mean, he's gonna be a first liner, but, but to be successful in the playoffs, maybe. And I'm, I like him, though. don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know about him. And I, I was, uh, Slavkowski, I was never a fan, and he's kind of chimed up my ass, too. Like, last two, three weeks, he's been unbelievable. He's been their best player on the ice, and it's pretty impressive. He's got—he's found his game. He's found what he can get away with, like I said, passing. And, he's such a big guy. too. He's powerful. And those guys, they take time. And it took him a year and a half to even have a good—like, almost a good game. Montreal's been patient with him. They want him to be in the NHL, not the minors. And he's uh, he's proving them right right now. And to see him doing what he's doing the last two, three weeks— it's huge for Montreal because they need that first world, world pick to develop something big to be a factor in the future for this organization, I think.
0: When I turn on the Canadians games here, the, the Bell Centre, I see some red seats there. Is that just because the fans are kind of sick of it or inflation or what the hell is going on? Why is she not 20,000 every night at the Bell?
2: Uh, I wasn't aware of that. Oh. Yeah, it's, that's got to be a prediction. It's got to be a team not winning for, for, uh, for a few years and, are maybe growing impatient a bit. Uh, it's, it's all a good story. You know, Marty St. Louis, uh, one of the best players I ever played the game. He's coaching, he's got the young guys going. But, you know, like me, like this is a, a town that needs results.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> like yeah. now, like now. Yeah,
1: now maybe man. they and should I bring back, uh, I think, like, like a fan appreciation night for, for PA Peronto, get the bobblehead going, <laughs> fill those seats. But,
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, I would show maybe, up. Maybe, but game. I don't know. We're looking for uh, we're looking for a
2: reason I, I to them, though.
0: Yeah, me too. I believe in Marty St. Louis. I think he's the man for the job. Thank you. I hear what you're you. saying about Caulfield, Suzuki. I may have more concerns for Suzuki than I have for Caulfield, uh, but time will tell. And Marty's the man for the job. But hey, Mago, I could do this with you all the time. Me not be appreciated, but I love you. It was great seeing you. Um, I think there's a wanted poster in fucking Aspen for you, actually. But hey, what, what about getting a ride to the airport with the cop, Chipper? I eh? took you right to the airport in a cop car.
2: Uh, that said, that sums up the week pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Chief, Chief of police of Astro drove me to the airport and said bye to me. I was like, hey, here we go, buddy. We see with him day one. He was a great guy. And, uh, he offered me a ride to the airport. I said, yeah, sure, man, I'll take it. And the airport was right there. And, uh, he was nice enough to, to drive me there. Great guy. Same with all the, same as all you guys as friends that, that I got to know that week were, were amazing to me too. So couldn't ask for better with And, uh, like I said, the coming down is hard, but back to reality, and you know, spend some time with my son, and I can. That's that's even better than Aspen.
0: Yeah, buddy. Hey, listen, it was great to see you, my man. Like I said, I love you. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, I'll be in touch. Have a good Christmas. Happy New Year, my man. And we'll get something on the books in the in, in the New Year to tee it up and maybe hit ba- head back to Aspen.
2: Right back at you. Thanks, so Pete. Right. You guys have a good one,
0: fella. We got to talk about Jagermeister. No chirping, no running its mouth. Let's just talk about the confidence on these guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella.
1: But they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case,
0: how the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great question. Ice cold, fella. At zero degrees Fahrenheit to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it, my man. That's all they want to tell you. Damn, that's cold. Just
1: remember to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister US. White Plains, New York.